0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to What's In Your Glass. I'm your host, Carmelo Anthony. Before we get going, let's first welcome today's guest. You know him as, as one of the founding members of the Wu-Tang Clan. My brother, uh, always been always been a fan of, 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 of him, his body of work, uh, his work ethic, his mindset, his knowledge, his wisdom, his understanding of just a game, of just a life. Uh, please welcome to the show rapper, producer, and soon-to-be author, uh with your memoir coming out November 30th. Uh, <laughs> my me, my big brother, me. no doubt. My big brother, man, Ray man. Welcome to the show. It's an honor. It's an honor. No me? doubt. Where, where we come from, bro. Oh, 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 no doubt. Absolutely. It's, it's 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 crazy that you know it's we 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 sitting here chopping it up, rapping about it now. Uh as as, you, as the as the wool show is on is, is on Hulu right now, uh being you know tapping and tapping into that, but just understanding, getting to understanding the true understanding of how that was created and how the, how each individual was created to create something bigger, a bigger impact, a bigger conglomerate. So we we're gonna jump into that though, but let's talk about. Let's talk about today, man. What what we drinking on, man? Cuz I know you you sent me. Listen, I got I got my shit right here. So, yeah, I got mine right here with you too. So, yeah, let's take
1: a little sip, you know? Let's
0: cheers, cheers. Absolutely.
1: Cheers, good
0: brother. Mm. Mm. Just like I
1: like
0: it. Ah, I like that. I like this. So, let's 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 talk about let's talk about that a little bit though. What what let's let's just get into like what we drinking today. Um and why you why you chose to 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 create that blend?
1: Um, well, it's a, it's, a, it's a long story because you know before I even thought about wanting to be a wine seller and being a business, it was brought to me by one of my business partners. It's my brother. Um, he came to me one day. He's like, "Yo, would you be interested in you know creating a wine?" So you know, I thought about it overnight. I'm like, you know, let me think about that because that's when I think of wine, I think of classiness. I think of elegant, fly, and I didn't, I didn't tell him no, but I said, yo, let me think about it. And then I started to reflect on my career and said, yo, I've always been a silk shirt wearer. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> so, on Cuban Links, the album cover, we rocking wine bottles and all of that. You know, the Last Supper vibe, so I hit him back the next day and was like, yo, I'm interested, you know? And, um, you know, I met up with some people, you know, that's basically my partners today, and um, I told them I was interested, and I said, "Yo, here's the catch, though. You know, I want to be able to pick the product, I want to be able to come up with the name, and I want to create the, the 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 look of the bottle." So they was like, "Cool, that's what we wanted you to do anyway." You know, and and um, next thing you know, I flew out to Parma, Italy. This is like one of the most exclusive regions in Italy where probably one of the most famous places where wine is, you know, big at. So we went out there and we went to this, this expo, you know, like kind of like a car expo, but it's all wine. And it seemed like Melo, when I got up in there, the energy was in there. It was like, people was calling me like, and you know, these wasn't normal, regular fans that I would normally know. These are people that I didn't think knew me recognize me. And next thing you know, I'm the man in the old expo. <laughs> right. So it was exciting me even more, you know? So next thing you know, we, you know, we talking to different, you know, different, um, sellers and, you know, we started trying different products. And I happened to connect with this producer company called canteen Chechi. Um, they've been in business for 80 years, so 80 years, family, family owned, um, and it was just about, yo, I want to, you know, I like what I see. So they invited me to their winery, and um, next thing you know, we just got at it. You know what I mean? And I wanted to make sure that the product, it fit who my character was and what I wanted the world to, to check out, you know, so.
0: Absolutely. And, 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 and for, for you guys, for everybody who listening who don't know, um, t- on today's show, we are drinking uh, Lakata. Uh, with, with with Ray, so oh, you
1: said that though. You said Lakata. You know what I'm saying? You got listen. when you you
0: know that's another thing. When you dealing with wine, you got to get the name and all that right. So you you know what I'm saying? You can't mess that up. Especially when you yeah. got a name like when you got a name like that, Lakata, That that just roll off. That roll off easy and natural. So we're right. we gonna before we before we jump into it and, and really get going, man. Like I, I want to know. Just as a, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a friend, as a fan, as a friend, as your brother, man, like how, how things been with you? Like, what have you been working on? You know, how, how you been keeping busy? Yeah, I
1: mean, you know, just since this whole pandemic thing been popping off, I really had a lot of time to be in my own private zone, in my office and, you know, just working from the crib, but also nourishing my thoughts on, you know, on what I want to do. You know, because you know everything put my my job on a on a on a, on a standstill. So you know, I've been in the crib brainstorming with my family, my team. You know, shout out my my crew and um, just trying to figure out ways to be better and keep my brand alive. You know, when you think of Wu Chang, we've been in the business for almost twenty something years now, probably like close to twenty seven years. Don't even feel like it, but I already know it is. So you know, just been really just playing the dad role, you know what I mean, staying on top of different things that I may want to try, and really just, you know, still stepping my craft up on that, on that pen game because you know me, I'm a, I'm a real writer. You know, I love to do this shit for real. So that was pretty much what was going on. But for the most part, definitely just keeping my business stuff intact with all the different things I got going on, you know, got a book coming out. Um, you know, I'm working on the documentary Only Built for Cuban Links, the Purple Tape Files. We've been working on that for a couple of years. You know, one thing about your bro is like, I'm, I'm, I'm a perfectionist. I always want to do things and make it right because the, the, the people put me there. Y'all put me there. Y'all, since that Purple Tape shined and, and me and my family, the Wu shined, I feel like everything I do at this point got to be top notch. So I just been in the crib, just really brainstorming.
0: Hey, but that's you—you you always been that though. You—you you always been sharp. You know what I'm saying? You—you you always been the fly nigga. You always been the, the person who, you know what I'm saying? You—you—you—you you, you, you think before you act. You know what I'm saying? You—you—you you, very strategic on 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 the way you move and the way you operate. You can tell by by, by 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 your pen game, the way you write, you're very strategic in the stories that you that you like to tell. So, this ain't this, that ain't no, that ain't nothing new. What you what you doing right now? Right. That, ain't, that, that ain't nothing new. I call it I call it a turkey sandwich. You know what you're
1: <laughs> a turkey sandwich.
0: That's what we do a lot. Indeed. I, I I always I always like to take take my guests back to the beginning and and, and just speak on. The the upbringing and the communities that that raised them that raised us. Uh, you know, you, you know I, I grew up in Red Hook, uh, and, and I know you moved all around New York growing up. So Red Hook was one of the woo, no doubt. I know, <laughs> I
1: know Red Hook from the nineties, <laughs> early nineties. This was probably the most dangerous parts of Brooklyn that I ever experienced being in. Though, so trust me, I, I know those blocks very well. And you know?
0: so so speaking speaking on that, like. You growing up and the way you was growing up. And and again, as a fan, and, and I'm I'm glad that y'all's story, the wool is starting to come to the forefront for this new generation to be able to see that, uh, to see how it started, to see the grind that y'all really had to go through. Not just as guys in the streets, but also how all y'all was different that had to come together for one. So Absolutely. growing like, what was that childhood like, like growing up back in the back in the island?
1: You know, it it was it was rough, man. You know, when you think of Staten now and well where, where I'm from, Park Hill, crime infested area with good people there, you know, people that really didn't have no other way out. But, you know, getting into the game, you know, hustlers, slicksters, people just trying to make a living the best way they know how. Like, you know, I still go back there and still see people that when I was a kid and they were a little older than me, like they still there. A lot of people that make it out. So it's like a place where broken dreams exist, but if you put your mind to something, it can happen, but it's just rough, man. I mean, you know, this was back, you know, when we was there, detectives every day running up and down the street, TNT, you know, you um, had different cultures out there, West Indian culture, African culture, um, Dominicans, you know, everybody lived in that one melting pot, and everybody just trying to make a living. But it was really rough. It was, I lost a lot of a lot of homeboys, you know, to the game. Um, you know, maybe one or two came out of there doing something great for themselves. You know, I, you know, a couple of boxers that I know out there. Shout out Marcus Brown. You know, he's a boxer. He made it out. A couple of football players that came from my neighborhood. Not a lot, but a few of them, you know? So it was almost like, if you didn't dream hard about what you wanted, it wasn't gonna happen. So that's just how the neighborhood was. You know, it was very poor. People didn't have dough like that. You know, you had to scratch up to get it going. Absolutely. And, I, and
0: speaking, on the, speaking on the show, I keep referencing the, referencing the show right now. That's how, how like, how, how, I mean, it's, two, it's a two-part course. How accurate is it for the fans who, who may not know or the viewers who may not know? But also, how involved were you guys in putting that story together?
1: How accurate it is I'm going to just start with that. Accuracy. Um, RZA brought it to the table. You know, this was his, his vision. You know, yo, boom, boom, boom. You know, we got somebody that's interested in doing a film about us. And he only really just needed pieces of, pieces of things to create his storyboard because it's, this is his vision. This is, it's like how we sit there and look at five different Pablo Escobar films, documentaries or whatever. This is Riz's version. So he pretty much spearheaded it and he came to us and you know, of course we agreed because he really got us here today. Right. You know, if it wasn't for his, his knowledge of, of bringing us into it, it wouldn't be no woo. So everybody honored that. So the accuracy of it, I, the easiest thing I could say is, the accuracy, the, the, it's like having a glass of your finest whiskey, but it got a lot of ice in it. Right, right. That's what I would say is going on with this series. You so it's a dope whiskey with a lot of ice. You know, and and for us, we wanted it raw. You know what I mean. The guys wanted it straight up, good fella slash.
0: Yeah, as it should
1: be. You <laughs> As, know a, what as mean? it should be. As it should that's be. How, that's how I would have it. <laughs> I mean, you know me. I, I want to go. You know, and I'm always the vocal one that clashes sometimes with dudes, but I love it because I always want to see my brothers be the best. But he had a vision. He had a vision. He wanted to you know, cater to the new audience of the new generation of kids and give them a dope story, so... But do that, do that, do, do, does that Does that
0: set y'all up to do, like you said, you mentioned the, say, the Pablo Escobar, he has so many different narcos, right, so many versions of the narcos. Does that set y'all up to do y'all own individual story based off of that? <laughs>
1: Indeed. Indeed. All I'm gonna say. All I'm gonna say. Salute, is, salute. Yeah, so... You know, at the end of the day, like I said, you know, um, it's all about the timing. You know what I mean? We leave that in the Most High's hands. Copy. You know, there is discussions about doing one on an NWA level. You know that basically, I know through my relationships and you know a couple of the clan members that we are talking about. It's right, just right. a conversation. Say less. You know, right here is is more of a. A, a, a family television version of us, but when you get down to the real nitty gritty, that's still being announced. So I saw you.
0: I, I saw you uh, recently performed at, at at a concert back in in Staten Island. Uh, one, one, and again, one of the one of the reasons I, I always admire what you do is because you never you never forgot where you came from. Like you know, I mean, most niggas forget where they come from and just like I ain't going back there. That's that's too much. But as you as you evolved, evolved into a legendary rapper, uh, both with the with the clan and as a as a solo artist, uh, and, and, and you become, I would say, uh, a cultural icon and, and so much more. And you still, you know, you still doing what you do at the highest level. How like how have those your roots, those rules influenced you in your career?
1: Um, it influenced me a lot, you know. It 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 really matured me through the years, you know, because you know, at one point in our career, we was, we was young guys. You know, we was just wanting to rep and rep Staten Island and all of that. And as we became more popular, more mainstream, that's when I think we all started to take it like we have a job to fulfill on top of educating, you know, on top of educating, you know, not only us, but just giving hope to Cats in Staten Island. So, you know, we, we hired a lot of our friends and family to, you know, come and be a part of this and try to make a career out of this situation, you know? And, um, you know, some things went good, some things went sour, you know, but it was always about sharing the knowledge. You know, like prime example with me, you know, I got two brothers, so I felt that it was my duty to make sure that I could put them in position With me, that not only helped my career, but let me help. you, let me help you make a career. Right. Because I already got a career. Now I want to help you make a career. And now today, you know, they sit next to me. You know, inside my business. You know, one of my brothers is like an R slash management. You know, he's part of my management team. And then my other brother, you know, he's more. He has a foundation inside the community where he's doing tons of community work. I'm so I'm so proud of this dude. Like you know, giving back to the community. And we always talk about how an opportunity was given. You know, everybody can't get an opportunity, and everybody is not worthy of certain opportunities. So, you know, for us, we had to really make sure that we knew that dudes were taking it serious because it's like it's like being on a boat, you know what I mean, a, a yacht. It has to be taken care of. It has to be groomed. It has to... You know, it has to have the proper equipment to to sell the way it's supposed to. So that's what we've been doing is just really trying to sharpen up everything around us and become better. You know, like you couldn't tell me twenty-something years ago we will still be popping off. You know, that ain't that ain't normal shit. You know that me and you we we know average artists are probably careers are probably last maybe three or four years if that if that. You know, that's if you have, you know, so we just always huddled up and try to recreate energy that we felt was going to make us better.
0: Yeah, we got to stay in constant motion. That's, 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 that goes in constant motion. Got to, That, that goes without saying. You mentioned 20, 20 something years in the game. I'm, it's crazy because I'm coming up on twenty in the game. You know what I'm saying? So it's like <laughs> this is this is crazy sitting here talking to you it, about that.
1: Yes, it it's serious, man. Like you know, we we designed something that we believe in. You know, and I tell people all the time, like that's the fruit that we can always give you is that just believe, just take your time and 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 and, and, and organize. You know what I mean, like. You know, it's hard to put dudes that really not businessmen, businessmen, and put them in that suit and jacket.
0: Not everybody ready.
1: <laughs> you know, and think that they can handle it. So, you know, errors is gonna occur and you know, sometimes you're gonna score, you know, but it's just all about how much you willing to do. The job.
0: Absolutely. How 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 much can you a, you can adapt to that job too?
1: So for us it's just trying to just lead by example,
0: you know. Is there anything you wish uh, would change or do you appreciate the evolution of, of, of the rap game? Because you, you, mentioned, you mentioned the eras change, you know, times change, the sound change, the air change. Do you, do you wish or what do you appreciate of the evolution of, of the rap game right now?
1: Well, you know, I love the fact that, you know, you got a lot of youngsters out there getting paid, you know. You know, they, they making tons of money. They, they earning it, you know, they out there working hard. So far as change, a little bit of the politics, you know, on how things get, everybody becomes a, a, a follower to one sound or a follower to one style. You know, I wanna see a little bit more versatility happen, you know, not so much of the music, sound and the like, because, you know, if a person got a formula, that don't necessarily mean that that formula is the only formula. Or oh, is that formula gonna work for you? Yeah, or is that formula going to work for me, you know? It's like a lot of times I may try to do something different because I love to be different, but I have a finicky fan base. One minute they like, yo, yo, do something different. And then when I do something different, nah, that ain't that ain't what I wanted. That ain't, that ain't purple. And it's like it could drive me nuts. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to be the best chef that I could be. Stir up what I could stir up. You know what I mean? And that's why it's just all about being creative, you know, but back to what you were saying, it's just I wanna see more versatility. I want to see artists make bodies of work. You know what I mean? I, I just feel like right now the music game is just based on a singles game. Uh, um if you got a strong, if you got a strong label, you know, they putting their bread down and, you know, Companies are really gravitating to that instead of really the art. Right. There's a lot of dope niggas out there that got dope art, but don't got don't got the fucking machine behind them. So it's like, damn, do he get a shot because he don't got the machine? You know. So now these are things that I question because that's that's not how it. I guess it started for us. You know, we really had to get out there and grind, and DJs were excited to get the music and. You know now it's like you don't know you might have to really play the politician game with a guy just to give him a record, right you know, so these little things right here they they mess up with, with my intelligence sometimes, and I just have to take it for what it is, but those are the things that I think I wish could you know be a little bit better and y'all, and, and
0: and y'all create y'all created the art y'all created a y'all created an art form. That that wasn't even it was non-existent in the in the music industry. Y'all took something from a whole another industry that nobody was really tapped into and brought it to our culture. Which which makes y'all the you know what I'm saying, which makes y'all the the pioneers behind that. So that's why y'all you, you and all y'all deserve y'all flowers and I want to give I want to give y'all that right now. But getting 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 back getting back to the wine now. Um, Let's let's really let's really get into the wine. So you started your own wine label, Lakata, in, in, in 18, 2018. We, we, we spoke about it a little bit, what was the reason behind your decision to get into the world? Um, but what 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 was your what was your journey, your wine journey before starting the label? Like, do you remember your first wine experience?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, back in the days, just being in the hood, you know, we used to drink wine, you know, reunity on ice. <laughs> You know, Calarasi and all that with the little with the little hole in the, in the top of the, the, the big jug, you know. You know, we used to drink that, you know, and listen to Red Alert and Mr. Magic, you know, rest in peace and Chuck chill out and, you know, just listening to the hip hop and enjoying it. So, like I said, I had to really reflect before I jump into this, this wine world and say, well, does it, do I have a story to tell? Right. You know, I think that's what it was all about for me is just painting a picture, just something that I could relate to. You know, and um, you remember when the re and all that was little? It was, it was the, like, the, you know, the baby uh, Joyce. Yeah, <laughs> it James and all of that. And, you know, so I'm like, automatically, I'm like, yo, this is a part of my, my heritage, my, you know? So that's what really made me gravitate to it. And at the same time, wanting to let artists know that we can be, we can do whatever we wanna do and we put our mind to it. And I just felt like this fit who I am as a person, you know what I mean? I tell dudes all the time, the chef, I sit in the kitchen, I'm constantly dealing with different ingredients and flavors and drinks and everything. I'm just making a brew that I feel that everybody is gonna respect and love. You know, and, and this product right here was to me, one of my first strong businesses that I really wanted, that I really became passionate about, you know? And a lot of people probably still don't know that I'm a wine seller, but this was something I was really interested in and not just doing it from a distance. You know, an experience for me was to go to Italy, to be chilling in, you know, Palma, Italy, and really just seeing how everything work, hands on hands, like, I went to places, you know, like I said, my producer is Canteen Chechi, and they took me to their their winery, and I had an opportunity to see a 150-year-old machine that bottles wines and packages, and I'm like, yo, this is groovy right here. Like, right. This is very interesting for me, so it was just a journey that really made me even want to take it even more serious, you know, standing out there in the vineyards, and Really saying to myself, "Damn, you know, this is generational right now." For right, and
0: sure. it's some and it's some
1: fly shit too, though. When you <laughs> <And some> fly <laughs> shit, you know, you know, I had to go out there with a little little shirt on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had to go out there and play the role. You I know already right? know. You got to play it to the fullest. On the neck, scarf on the neck, just just playing a role, though. You know what I mean? Eating good, eating good Italian foods, and really just sucking up this whole. Industry of what the wine is about, and we were able to, you know, you know, connect with the right people out
0: there. Right, and then and look, Le- Calta is, uh, is a is a sparkling wine from Italy. For those who don't know, why that region though? There's so many, there's so many different regions out there. Why why that region?
1: Nah, it's a it's a very you know, it's a very very powerful region out there. You know, for that region that we particularly went to. Right. It's called Amelia Romana, Romana. So, you know, this is where a lot of the great wines and, you know, beverages that really mean something, this is like their heart. This is like their New York City of rap. You know, this is their New York of wine. So, like I said, when I went to that expo, it was just like, maybe like, probably like 2,000 people in one spot that they all represent that heart of where we were at, so I felt like, hmm, that's interesting. You know, we write where we're at, where where it came from. So to me, that was important. You know, Palma Italy, Emo, Mont- Emilio. You know that that old. You know that. <laughs> you know, but um, it it was it was exciting, man. It was it was very very exciting to be out there, and like I said going out there, knowing what you want to do, but really saying to yourself, damn, I got to make sure that I score with this. I want to make sure that this product is official, not no no gimmick. I didn't want to call, call my product on. Yo, on You know, I didn't want to do that. You know, I came up with the name Lakata, you know, something that could reflect their, what they've been about for 500 years or whatever the case may be. So I just was brainstorming and Like I said, the taste, you know, the taste is very important to me because, you know, this is a high-quality grape. And um, you know me, I don't want nothing else but high-quality. Right, absolutely. You know, even the bottle itself. Like, when you sit here and you look at this bottle, this bottle was painted five times, you know, to be able to absorb cold, to be able to absorb coldness, you know, because this tastes better when it's cold. Word, I, I never even thought about that. Yeah, this is, you know, this this is a rare bottle too, Melo. Like you ain't even gonna catch this bottle in the States like that. Right, so right. These were the things, these were the things that I was gravitating to that I felt was very authentic, like like the purple tape itself, you know. But for um, for for,
0: for, the, for the for the listeners, right? You mentioned you mentioned in a bottle. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. What what where if they want to try it, like where do they where can they get the bottle? Where can they find it?
1: Oh, you know, just, you know, go to the website, you know, lakata.com. You know, we definitely have, you know, an online situation where people could order it, you know. Um, Yeah, like I said, they could just shoot to lakata.com with two A's at the end and, you know, you probably can get a bottle sent to you.
0: I, I, I want to talk about your your three chambers tour you got going on. It's it's it's, it's, it's you, uh, Ghostface, Jizza, uh, like that. First of all, that tour just sound crazy. Anyway, like how how how, the, how has the tour
1: been going so far? Oh, listen, it, this shit is moving. B. like, fans is really really happy, and you know it feels good to be back at work, and you know the shit just been rocking like 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 we never left. Right. Um, when I sit there and I think about Three Chamber Chord, you know, these are definitely Wu Chang's, you know, probably top tier albums that we made through the whole family that everybody glorifies a little bit extra.
0: So is that, so the, the, the three albums is, 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 that, is, that, is that Ghostface, Iron Man? That's 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 Liquid Licked Liquid Swords,
1: and then that's Only Built For Cuban Links. Right. So we're celebrating, you know, the um, you know, the legacy of the 20-something years of how those albums still, you know, maintain this excellence through all these years or whatever. And um, you know, people love those records so much. It's like, you know, it's like Marvin Gaye, you know, what's going on album. You know, we love that. We're gonna continue to play that forever and ever and ever. So this tour was designed, you know, from one of my managers, you know, um, shout out Supreme, you know, this is his design. He felt like it was something dope, get brothers together and do this because, you know, Ghost just had his 25th year anniversary to Iron Man a couple of days ago. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, so, Yeah, so I guess, you know, the chemistry itself with, with me and Ghost had and, you know, um, and Jizzard being like the big brother, you because, you know, you know Jizz has been in the game a long time, and him and RZA seen something in us, so it was just a great collaborated time to do these three albums and really go out there and serve the fans, and they loving it. Like I said, shipping, roll Wall wall pack, you know what I mean? Um, You know, kicking it with the fans and all of that, and just doing those classic records that at one time, you know, we remembered them, but now we had to go back and and we even freaking now because we we do joints that we've never really done before, like 260, Iron in, and, you know, you got Jizza doing Killer Hills 10304, <laughs> you know, joints that we don't normally do at a Wu-Chang set. So, you know, and then, and then the crazy shit about it is I love how the fans, they know the music still. At the twenty, And then, like I said, it's not so much of a, a uh, older generation it's like our generation of fans can go from eighteen nineteen to forty five fifty five right right you know so that's 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 blowing my mind too because the minute I'm over here looking at a youngster learning um um singing the words and I'm over here seeing a a mother with a with a with a son singing it. And he's like, yo my mama put me on this. Right, right. right. I, I'm like that's what's up. You know, so just the experiences of of being out there on the road and just seeing this is is, is delightful for me. It's, and
0: it's I, I I know I know for 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 a minute we we none of us had fans at at the games at the concert. It was it was tough out here for for us uh, as as artists. You know, to go out there and 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 be who we are without uh, the fans. You know what I'm saying? That uh, that's a that's a different that's a different experience without the fans. Like like how. How does that make you feel knowing that we've been in a place where we didn't have fans and now y'all throw this, you know, y'all throw this three-chamber tour on and they right back in the bucks like they never left. Like, I I know that got to be crazy when you walk on stage.
1: Bruh, it's like, one thing about me, it's like, I never like to look at the crowd before you actually walk out. I just want to feel it because I tell my fans all the time, we've been in situations too where... We might have had a 500 seater, a 300 seater, and then we had a 300,000 seater before. We so I love them all. I give them, I give them my best work every time, you know. But just to go out there and be surprised and feel the energy again come to light, and people bringing their shoes to for signatures, and you know, people knowing about the product, the wine, and tattoos, and you know, it, it just gives you more hope to just keep. Reinventing yourself more, you know? But that's what I get out there. It's like we never left, and that's the energy that keeps us going, Melo. That's, that's what keeps me creative, you know? That's why I'm always trying to do something different because of how my fans always embrace me. They always show love, you know what I mean? They, You know, they don't know nothing, they, they start the conversation off with the purple tape, and automatically it's like, you got my ear, because I'm like, yo, you was there? Right. Like, how old are you? You know what I am Yo, yo, yeah, I'm only 22. I'm only yo, you was two years old when we, you know what I mean? Or whatever the case may be. But it's like, I guess it's like McDonald's. Like, you know, we, Wu-Tang is here, and it it just started serving everybody to where everybody was like, yo, you got you to gotta know this shit. You got to know who the Wu is. You know, we, we was the first guys that started that, you know, Come in with a family, and then everybody get a record deal out of the situation, and then you know the clothing and all of these different things. So I think we are a strong pillar in the game where people just be like, "Yo, I got when they in town, I got I got to show up." Right, absolutely. They they
0: want to to see see the chef, and they they know the chef is always cooking the kitchen, cooking. They 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 already know that. (laughs) (laughs) They already know that. before before I let you before I let you slide, man, I I, I always do a couple quick fire questions uh, with, with with the guests. Um, I like I like to know what's what's in your glass on some on some special occasions. Um, it, it you know it, it don't have to be specific label. It can be whatever. We just go quick fire What's oh, you in know, you know? What's in your what's
1: what's, what's in your glass when
0: you are on vacation? I'm a Scotch,
1: I'm a Scotch fella. I'm a whiskey fella. You know, um, I love Jameson. Jameson is my shit, you know. Um, I like McAllen 18, you know. If I got a silk on them, I probably go McAllen. Mm, mm. I'm just chilling, little hoodie on, little do rag or something. I might just pull out the scotch and just, you know, I mean the whiskey, the Jameson, and just cool out. Man. Indeed, indeed. You out,
0: you out at, you out at, you out at. Of course, you at, you out at a nice restaurant what you, what you sipping on? What's in your glass?
1: Oh, um, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it cordial. I might, I might have a. Um, a margarita or something, you know? With a little, with a, you know, a little Casamigos in it is something, you know? Copy. Like a nice little, you know, that's what I've been rocking the last couple of, you know, times I've been out like that. You know, I just try to keep it focused because I'm driving. And Absolutely,
0: I'm just, indeed. Drink responsibly, I'm you know that. Try to be sick, <laughs>
1: you're you gotta try You gotta drive one of those farms off the joint and, like oh shit you know yeah what I mean? absolutely you 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 yeah. you celebrating you
0: celebrating a big win in business with with, with a new project etc what's in
1: your glass oh look out. oh
0: say less i, say I, I less. drink
1: my shit and i gotta smoke my my my, my own cannabis you know i got a i got a beautiful cannabis business so you know it's a pact in me it's like yo pull out some papers and roll up my you know shout out has storia that's my own cannabis business and um, yeah, just roll up something, roll up a joint, and cool out. You know, I can't do the blunts. Man. Yeah, that's the vibe. Yeah, yeah that's the vibe. You I'm blunted yeah. out, <laughs> <laughs> out, my nigga. I can't
0: <laughs> <laughs> You, 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 celebrate one more. You celebrating? uh Let's see. You, you celebrate 25 and 25 year anniversary of only built for Cuban links. What's in your what's 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 in your glass?
1: Oh well, you know that's that's two years ago, so. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, I've been really whiskey-loving it right now, you know? So it's between that and uh, the McAllen, you know what I mean? McAllen and J-Mo and Glenfinish. That's my shit, too.
0: Glenfinish is good. Shit, shit, Glenfinish Glenn right. is good. Hey, Chef, man, I, I, I appreciate you. We can, we can sit and build all day long, all night, all man. All day. Indeed. All day, I, I wanna say I want to say thank you. I want to say thank you, bro, for... Just joining me, man, and, and, and wishing you the best and luck and everything that, that you have going on right now from the from the wine to the cannabis to the to the shows to the clothing, the shops, whatever, everything that you have going, to, the memoir, don't forget about that, that's coming out. I'ma always be, I'ma always be, you know, a big supporter of yours. You know that, you know that. Likewise. And I, I just wanna say thank you again, man. Thank you to the audience for tuning in this week. As you know, please follow rate review what's in your glass on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts at. And you can also check the videos out on on YouTube each week. So, yo, Chef, man, thank you, my brother. I appreciate that. I appreciate the Lakata. Keep doing what you're doing. Hopefully, I'll see you at a show coming to a city near me, man, soon. Much love,
1: man. Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll catch up with you soon.
1: Thank you, man. Thanks for the time, man.